Okay. Yar. Okay, I'm all ready whenever you hire it. <laughs> Yar. Arg. Arg mateys. Yeah, the, this is the pirate episode. <laughs> Welcome to our pirate podcast. <laughs> what if we just talked like pirates all the time and that was just like what we did? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. We'd be really quirky, I guess. Aren't there people who do that? Like, people who, like, roleplay as pirates? Oh, yeah. I mean, people roleplay as everything. You never hear about pirates anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think they're I think they're dead. But um, I was walking through this, like, really rich neighborhood yesterday because I got to work early. And, like, they just had this, like, nice park. And, like, you know they're rich because they all have, like, landscaping. And I felt like I was cosplaying a rich person, like walking through. Oh my through. gosh, I love doing that. I love to drive my car through rich neighborhoods. And I feel like because my car is kind of like a newer model, kind of a nicer car, um, people probably like assume I live there and it feels so nice. I yeah. love <laughs> I get like waved at. I'm like in the country club and people like, you know, do the little like driving three finger wave thing. And I'm just like, yep, I live here. My dad, lawyer. Like, no. My mom, doctor. Not even close. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we transition from pirates and role-playing. <laughs> Me neither, but I like the that. topic of this week's episode, which is college? College, question mark? College, question mark. No, um, but yeah, we want to talk about is college worth it? You know, we just both got out, so we kind of get to reflect on our experience. And Caitlin's had some crazy experiences with the college newspaper, so <laughs> we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. But yeah, welcome to episode four. I'm Lila. I'm Caitlin. And this is the baggage claim get your baggage here baby here, get your baggage open your baggage unzipped unzip your baggage maybe pack some baggage it's not what we're here for but yeah i feel like you could probably take some of this away with you though too oh, true <laughs> <laughs> we're like just telling life lessons you know yeah talking about philosophy yeah, we're philosophers. Pirate philosophy. Pirate philosophy. I was in our school's newspaper. I worked as a staff writer there for my senior year. So I just kind of picked up stories that needed to be picked up. And I also got to write a lot of stuff that I wanted to write. Like, usually I kind of had leeway, but I just was required to write a story a week. Sometimes I would do more. And really... The newspaper served as nothing more than just a gigantic gossip session for me because for our meetings, we held uh, weekly meetings every Monday. It would just turn into like me and this group of girls all became friends and we would just like gossip. Like after the staff meetings, we had meetings with the entire club and then that would usually last like 30 minutes to an hour. They would all leave and then the staff would have our own meeting and talk about like what we can improve upon and like whatever, which would be like usually pretty short and then it was <laughs> gossip time and there 
was a couple things I wanted to talk about just because I thought that they were really funny and kind of like in relation to last week's episode about dating and hookup culture in college and stuff. There were two members in the Clarion that we knew were seeing each other. Nobody was supposed to know this information. Nobody's still supposed to know this. Neither of these people know that I know this. But there was two editors. They were both editors over different sections. Girl and, and I guy. think we have mentioned the guy before in the podcast. We have mentioned the guy. So go um, listen to our last episode and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. The guy was always kind of chatting it up with this girl and she was always hee hee tee hee like <laughs> all like giggly around him and I remember peeping that like week two and being like mm, something's there something's there and then they decided to write an article together and that's when I was like something is definitely there and I never spoke about it with anyone I never was like I think something's there it was just this little like inkling that I had that I observed I think I'm pretty good at reading people I think I always kind of can tell when people have crushes on each other when somebody has like a crush on me so I was like hmm this is really interesting it was like something I would just kind of watch unravel and unfold then a couple months later we were having our little gossip session after our meeting and it was valentine's day so we had a meeting on valentine's day we came in we used to do these questions where during our staff meetings they would say like oh like whoever wants to ask a question um for the group we'd go around and share like things that were happening in the week like updates we'd have a question that we'd have to ask just a little nice icebreaker and then we would talk about things that were you know newspaper related so the question that week was kind of sparked because of me because you know like I was single and I was mad about it and it was Valentine's Day (laughs) and so I just came into that room like hot-headed and I was like man I don't want to be here today I don't know one of the girls in newspaper like decorated had heart stuff up everywhere and I was like this is bogus like I don't want I was like so verbally audibly mad over this in front of everybody I also like how if you're single on Valentine's Day it's like the worst holiday and like the worst I I only think of it as this like it's a it's a hallmark holiday you know like I feel like it's invented for money but then when I'm in a relationship on Valentine's Day I'm like oh my god like I want to go all out yeah, like it is my day. To be fair, I haven't had any good Valentine's Day experiences. I've kind of only had bad. So that's another reason why I hate it. Like even in a relationship, I've had like horrible Valentine's Days with my ex. So like just not not my not my cup of tea. Hopefully that'll change this year. We'll find out. I'll make it better but for you. Thank you, baby. You're so considerate and sweet always. But <laughs> So, we so you're decided, mad about Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm mad about Valentine's Day. And we decide for the question to be like, what was your, it was supposed to be what was your worst Valentine's Day. Um, but some people chose to just share their worst ever date because they were like, I haven't had a bad Valentine's Day. I was like, must be nice. <laughs> like, speak for yourself. So then went around sharing everything and we got to th- this guy and 
he shared something and then the girl i just noticed there was like weird energy she ended up leaving she didn't want to stay for like the whole meeting she seemed upset he leaves shortly after and i was like that was odd and then um me and a couple of my you know gossip girls were there and we were left and one of them was like i gotta tell y'all something and we're kind of like what 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 is it what's the tea and she tells us that they were seeing each other and that he didn't want a relationship with her she wanted a relationship he said he didn't want one at all he wasn't ready for a relationship but then popped out with another girlfriend and he brought the girlfriend to that meeting damn and i was like i knew it i knew that they had a little thing going i've been peeping this all year i'm so glad somebody else knows about this and said something because i like this was all in my head i thought i was like imagining everything like i thought i was like delusional like i was like there's like but i was right i saw that i saw that a mile away the reason i love this too is if you've met him like it's such a nerdy love story he's not some like (laughs) he's not a player you know like no (laughs) I can't even the fact that they wrote an article together I feel like says a lot about that relationship I I would agree (laughs) so yeah that was just probably the funniest story that I can tell from that but I also had this idea of just like what it should be like in the newspaper we were like struggling with um you know people reading it and i was like we should just start a gossip column like that's what we do here and it's so entertaining i was like people would actually read it if we had a gossip column and i was kind of joking but kind of serious and everybody was I like think it's one of those things where yeah like it's great for students to practice quality journalism but at the same time like you guys need people to read it it's a college you guys should be having fun and like they do take it too seriously a yeah lot. And it's, it's like how do we cater to our actual readers that's how you gotta get some tea in there and you that's why the media is so corrupt as a whole because we yeah. have to figure out how to get people to actually partake and like listen read this like watch this and Every I was like, publication is just tea. It's just gossip. New York Times, That's Washington all it Post. is. That's all yeah. journalism really even is. Like, what is the news? It's gossip. People are gossiping. So I was like, why don't we just start a gossip column here? They're like, what would we even call it? Like, Yik Yak Girl? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's do that. So it was just an ongoing joke that we had. And I kind of wish we would have done it because I think it would have been so fun like there's so many people that we could have just talked about it was a relatively small school so I think a lot of people knew other people so I think it would have been so good for for that um for the clarion because when I was at Fordham there was an Instagram page that people could submit like anonymous crushes to so they'd like write a line about somebody they have a crush on And they'd be vague enough that you don't know exactly who it is, but also specific enough that certain people could guess, you know, be like, oh, the girl that always wears like this necklace in my chemistry class. Every single person I knew kept up with this page because you wanted to read it and figure out if you knew who it was. And they would use names sometimes. Yeah. Or if it was you. 
And they would use names sometimes and you'd be like, oh my God, like I know that person. It was so entertaining. And I feel like a lot of people at DU don't even know about the Clarion or like care about reading it. They just know it's a club on campus. But if they gossiped, oh my God. Other people would gossip about it. Yeah, (laughs) that's your marketing tactic is gossip. That's how you get people to listen. Everybody loves to gossip and I'm sick of people. I'm sick of this narrative that you're a bad person if you gossip. I, my whole life, have fully been like, yes, I gossip. So do you. So does everyone. Like, at least I'm being honest about it, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I always got in trouble for that. Yeah. Well, because I think we acknowledge it as gossip. Everybody talks about other people. Everybody talks about things they don't like. Like, everyone is judgmental. We're just straight up. <laughs> we know that we gossip and it's not a bad thing. Like everyone We're just does keeping it. it real, you know? Yeah. I guess I went to private schools. I went to Catholic school growing up. And I think that that was a big reason why I would like kind of get a bad rap for it because it was like morally incorrect, you know? But like. God doesn't like it. God doesn't like gossip. But I think he does. Because, like, what's the Bible? God loves to gossip. Have you read yeah. the book of Job? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Him and Satan were like, oh, my God. Have you seen this guy, Job? <laughs> Satan I was, actually... was like, he doesn't really like you, God. And God was like, I bet oh! he does. <laughs> <laughs> Try something. I'll prove you wrong. And then Satan, like, killed his whole family and killed everything he ever had. And God was like, see? Gotcha that's it that's, that's the whole bible like that's really it's it's like petty but no in a way like he eats like it's not petty like oh my gosh that's petty like i'm like you ate with that one you know like <laughs> yeah. slay. we're still gossiping about god to this day i really do like he he really has an influence you know but um <laughs> the og I was, influencer i was just talking about this today actually um so at catholic school i don't know if like other people will know what this is like I don't even know if you'll know what this is but we used to do this thing called adoration do you know what that is no so like basically I think it was like every first Friday of the month we would go into the chapel and like pray they would have like the Eucharist blessed like out and it's like little thing I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head right now but we would go in there we would pray it felt like a long time it was probably like 40 minutes or something like that but like it felt like forever when you're a kid we were allowed to bring a Bible or a rosary, but those were like the only two things we were allowed to bring. I used to choose to bring the Bible. And I think all the teachers were like, wow, like they were impressed by that. But you know what I would do with my Bible? What? I would try to find the most juicy stories in there. And I used to reread the same stories because I knew like, oh, this is the story that's about that. And I would just go to adoration like reading these juicy bible stories with all this gossip all this tea like and i remember it really is there's so many stories that are like husbands sleeping with women that aren't their wives those were my favorite (laughs) just chronicles of random people that somebody wanted to tell everyone about like the core of it is gossip I remember like sitting next to my friends and then being like oh my god flip to this page flip to this page and like we would all just like in a line like read this like it's our fan fiction like we were obsessed with it it is fan fiction 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus didn't write it. Jesus's fans wrote it. That's true. It is fan fiction. At least the the New Testament is fan fiction about Jesus. So yeah, <laughs> he's such an icon. Wow. <laughs> Once again, having a hard time with the transition between Jesus and uh, college finances. But um, <laughs> Jesus wouldn't want this for us, you know. Jesus wouldn't want this for us. That's how we're. Yeah, that's how we'll get into this. Um. Yeah. I I didn't do newspaper in in college I just kind of oh yeah so I did USG and I'm kind of mad now because I didn't get paid for that (laughs) I didn't realize Caitlin was getting paid for a newspaper I did get paid for my last quarter but I had to like go to volunteer events and like do things for the money and I don't like doing things for money so me neither I want money for free yeah (laughs) Every year I've been in college, I've just been astonished at how much everything costs and how little you get back for it. Like our college, especially like we've mentioned this before, but it's really expensive and neither of us would have even been able to go if we didn't have like scholarships or like I have a GI bill. That was the only way I could really go. And if you don't have that, you're paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit in a class and like say your name and pronouns 200 times every year i also think so many of the classes were unnecessary especially gen eds like if they don't apply to your your degree i don't understand why we have to do them i straight up was not allowed to graduate like my graduation was delayed and the extra class i had to take was um oh my god this would have been a great transition it was uh it was a the bible is literature (laughs) <laughs> i had to take that i'm a I mean, it, is a, it is a book like what is what is that title for that class the bible's literature like so is every other book that's what literature is <laughs> like, yeah. and at first i was like this is such a weird thing for me to have to take i could have taken any class literally any class would have let me graduate which is also wild just let me graduate now like i'm not gonna learn anything between like ending in May and um taking a Star Wars class over the summer and they have a Star Wars class literally they do they also like have that- a class it's actually in our department it was in the media film journalism studies department it was a uh, cannabis in journalism cannabis class. journalism yeah mm-hmm. and the, the teacher the professor who taught that actually was our newspaper staff advisor like he was like he was a really cool guy, but he was just funny to be around. I remember seeing him in MFGAS just like walking down the hallway playing the guitar one day and we kind of exchanged a glance and I was like, do I even like acknowledge this is happening? You texted me about that. You also like don't even wait between something funny happening to you and texting me. Like the way I imagine it is like he's walking past you with the guitar as you're texting me. That is how it happened, for sure. <laughs> I was like, this just happened literally 0.5 seconds ago. <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah, like, classes themselves are thousands of dollars. And then I would, like, I would have to look at my student bill a lot because I need to make sure that, like, the VA pays their portion so I can cover whatever's left. And there are so many fees that they add on 
that make no sense. They they literally put like a general fee. I'm like, what does that even mean? That's they just tried to charge money. me housing fees. I've never lived on campus there, and they tried <laughs> to charge me housing fees. I was like, where do you think I'm being housed? Because it's not there. <laughs> it's because you have a house. They're just charging you <laughs> a fee. <laughs> yeah, if I was homeless, if I was like Juju's well, then you need like, the homeless girlfriend. fee. <laughs> Juju's girlfriend from the homeless shelter, then I wouldn't get a fee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the employees in the financial office just add on random things to your bill and see what sticks. Like they try yeah. to see if students are going to come back and complain about it or if they just straight up pay. And I think they pay most of the time because the bills are already like tens of thousands of dollars. It's like over 40 grand for like a semester. It's just so, another little thousand here and there. Like, yeah. If it's like a hundred dollar anonymous fee, they're going to be like, okay, sure. I'll pay that. I also so think some- the process of getting those fees removed is almost more work than what it's worth. So yeah. a lot of times it's difficult to even get those fees removed. So people just don't even try. Yeah, or they don't even know how to do it because there's, like, no – nobody tells you. Yeah. But um, I had that issue because I think I had, like, late fees on my account. And since I don't pay my student bill, I shouldn't have late fees. If there are late fees, the VA should be paying it. So I, like, emailed the financial office and I was like, hey, guys, I have $500 in late fees on my account. They need to not be on my account. And they just, like, came back to me. And I, I explained. I was like, I'm on a GI bill. I'm not responsible for when this is paid. I've done everything I can do. I'm not going to pay $500 for something that was not on me. And they just came back and they, like, basically said they can't do anything. But they clearly misunderstood what I was saying. So I ca- I got kind of pissed off. I responded back. And I was, like, as clear as I could possibly be. Like, I explained everything. I'm, like, I'm a student in this college. And this is my ID number, this is my name, blah, blah, blah. And they still didn't get it. So the next morning, I just went straight up to their office. I got there before they even opened. And they were like, you're going to have to wait outside. And I was like, that's fine. And I just pulled a chair up like right next to the door. And I waited half an hour till they open. And I was like, I was so mad about it. Because I'm like, I'm not going to pay $500 that I don't owe. And I was ready to like, do whatever I needed to do to make sure that thing got off. Just so like they finally opened. fighting people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jump a desk, throw elbows. Yeah, I had a gun in my back. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I walk in and they take me to this lady's like cubicle. And she's this like nice old lady. This nice old lady. And I'm like, what the heck? And she has a picture of Nicolas Cage taped to her computer and I'm like at that point I'm like okay she's nice I have no freaking idea what this is about but what is she doing with that yeah I think it's like her inspiration you know like when she's (laughs) like kisses it yeah she's like I hate being at work and then she looks at Nick Cage and she's like she's like I'll bring home the bread baby don't worry (laughs) she's like looking up all my financial information and I'm just sitting there so I'm like I like your Nick Cage. And she got so hyped about it. She was like, oh, my God, thank you. She's like, we love Nick Cage around here. It's a running, like, joke. I don't know if it's a joke 
or if they're just like the most dedicated Nick Cage fan club I've ever seen. <laughs> it has but- to be a joke. <laughs> Who really likes him that much? They do, apparently. It's it's actually funny too, because at the um what's it called? Oh, Burwell, you know, like the professional career center. Yeah. I interviewed for a job there to be a career advisor. And the last question they asked me was, um, what if you could recommend like one movie right now, what would it be? And I had just watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. So I recommended that to them. And the interview was was going really badly until I said that. And she, the interviewer was like, oh, my God, I love Nick Cage. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it. Like referenced it later. Wait, so this went beyond job. just the financial aid office? Like, this went to every office at DU? This is a conspiracy. <laughs> when I'm at the financial office, she pulls out a ruler that has pictures of Nick Cage's head <laughs> taped to it. Like, like Nick like Cage's head is, is one inch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they measure things in Nick Cage heads. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, how many Nick Cage heads is this? They're like, oh, it's about four. I think they're just so, like, they're going insane from being stuck in their cubicles that they just, like, worship him now. They're just completely obsessed. That job also must suck. Like, I can't imagine that being a fun job for anyone to do. It's boring, but I don't know if it would, like, push me into Nicolas Cage mania. It might. Like, <laughs> it might. <laughs> I could see myself doing that. I mean, look at what happened with us and Julian. That's so true. <laughs> and I honestly think Nick Cage is like easier to like than Julian. <laughs> I mean, he's he's slightly more famous. Oh, just this much. Just barely. Barely. You're almost there, Juju. Keep almost. pushing. <laughs> I do wonder sometimes if he is more famous than we realize. Like, obviously, he's not famous. But if we talk to more people in journalism, would they like know who he was? He does have a Wikipedia. I don't know. I think he wrote it, but it's there. I think he wrote it and then edits it regularly because it has a whole section for his childhood. It has a part about his dad, where his dad worked, where his dad moved to. And I'm like, sir, this information is not publicized anywhere else. It's gotta come from him, because who else would know all of that about him? Maybe his girlfriend? Literally nobody. Like, his girlfriend probably doesn't even know that. I couldn't she, tell anybody she read his about, Wikipedia. Like, my boyfriend's dad. Like, I would have no idea. No, I wouldn't I was, be able to tell you either. Yeah, that was for sure. Just Juju, like, trying to make sure everyone gets the facts straight about him in case someone, like, wants to write an article about his dad. Wait, do you remember, like, the first day of class he said that Google had his birthday wrong? Which they take that from Wikipedia. I forgot about that! So, either he didn't write it himself and someone else actually authentically wrote all of that, or he was trying to throw us off and he put his own birthday wrong and was like, oh my gosh, like, they have my birthday wrong, guys. Like, <laughs> they're so silly. I would bet on him putting it wrong. Because how else would anybody get a birthday from him, aside from, like, directly from the source? We should look up and see if there are interviews done on him. Like if I, there's I'm ever at Julian right now, it says 
It has his birthday right after his name for some reason. December 27th. <laughs> I think it's like the 28th or something. It was like a day off. I wonder if he's edited it since then, though. Probably. Like, I wonder if he was wrong when, unless you just like remember his birthday because you were so into that conversation. I actually am disappointed in myself because I don't like. We should email him. <laughs> And be like Julian, when's your birthday? What's your what's your birthday? <laughs> we want to send you a present. <laughs> He'd get a restraining order. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't already have one. <laughs> Speaking the... of King Julian, we have <laughs> a Juliation this Sunday, which, if you do not know, is when we read old tweets from our professor. And he doesn't talk to us, and he does not know we do this, but um, we we enjoy it. Okay, so our Juliation for this week is Juliation 724. I never liked creative nonfiction, as it blurs what we never want blurred. That made me tear up a little bit. That, I think, might be my favorite of all the ones that we saw, because I was like, you know, same so true but i mean it makes me think about his writing and like what does he not want blurred you know like how handsome uh (laughs) the guys he interviews are he's just so sick of everybody not being honest about how attractive their interviewees are he's like stop blurring the lines call him handsome okay you know what i want to see if i can find one of the articles he read to us in class you know, I did like that article about birds. The Easter uh the Easter egg one. Easter egg. I'm pretty Maybe? sure he, he titled it like Easter yeah. egg hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. Something like that. I loved that article because I actually didn't know anything about that. Do you want to explain a little bit what that article was about for our listeners? I don't I honestly don't know if I know how to explain it. Because I don't remember it super well. But it was about, like, rare bird watchers? Or do they yeah. hunt the birds? So there were these bird watchers. They're all in, like, the UK. And they, I guess it's, like, illegal to collect bird eggs because people were stealing bird eggs from, like, birds' nests. And then these birds were going extinct. And it was this whole, like, phenomenon, I guess, in the 1800s. And so... It became illegal to do so. Like, bird egg collecting became illegal. And I guess there was this, like, psycho who lived in the UK who just wouldn't stop. Like, he was addicted to it. He had been arrested for it. He had been put in jail for it. Like, multiple times. I want to say he had gone to jail, like, twice. And he was just, like, he couldn't get enough. And, it, it like, it's just such a, a weird obsession to have. He should be on My Strange Addiction. Like, My Strange Addiction is collecting rare bird eggs. Because here's the thing. They would take these eggs before they would hatch. So then the mom birds couldn't, like, sit on their eggs. So these, like, little baby birds that are in these eggs would die. So, But the eggs apparently were beautiful looking. And people just like to keep them as, like, decor in their homes. But I, th- from the article that our professor wrote, it seemed like this guy that got arrested for it a whole bunch, he didn't even have, like, like... I guess it was like hoarding. Like it wasn't like a nice setup of the eggs. He was just like hoarding a bunch of them. He's like 
maniacally obsessed with collecting bird eggs. I wonder. If it I was a really good one. article, though. It was called like, it, I want. I want to say Operation Easter. Yes, that was it. It was in the New Yorker. Yeah, they sent him wow. off to like the UK for like months to write this story, and he had to like investigate. Yeah, on the afternoon of May thirty first, two thousand eleven. Charlie Everett, an investigator for the National Wildlife Crime Unit in Edinburgh, Scotland, received an urgent call from a colleague in the Northern Constabulary, the regional police department, whose jurisdiction includes the islands off the country's western coast. That was a really long sentence to start off with, Julian, but I'll forgive you. The officer told Everett that a nature reserve warden on the Isle of Rum, 20 miles offshore, had reported seeing a man dancing about in a gull colony. Dancing about? Just dancing about. He was, he was really it. getting his freak on. Yeah. He had like <laughs> Missy Elliott playing. <laughs> <laughs> Those eggs just got him so hyped up. I really wanted to find that. Um, the baseball player? The baseball player, but I don't remember his name. I feel like it was like, it was like, Aaron something I could be so wrong I could be making that completely up it's so funny because I just like don't imagine him writing about sports like he just does not seem like a sports guy I don't think he does either I think that he I think that it seems that that wasn't really what he wanted to do though I think that's just what he got into first like I think he worked for Sports Illustrated before he worked for like the New Yorker or washington post or any of those other like bigger publications that he worked for because i think he wanted to be like an investigative journalist kind of the way he is now but i think he just got his start in sports that's the only thing that would make any sense to me because he doesn't seem like a sporty guy spying his favorite american restaurant denny's (laughs) the best pitcher in cuban baseball history pulls into the parking lot pausing to let the song finish before turning off the ignition. Then, gesturing with his famous right arm, he says with a smile that defines him. Inside that defines car, him? <laughs> inside this car is Cuba. Is that like his little nickname? Like, did he make that his nickname because he was from there? His nickname is... His name is Orlando El Duque? El Duque? I don't know. Hernandez. okay (laughs) it's it's as good as i remembered safely tucked into a booth at denny's el duque orders the all-american slam and a large orange juice as another waitress stops to fill a cup of coffee on the table he says that's why i never order coffee just when you're so happy you've put just the right amount of milk and sugar in and you're really enjoying it they have to ruin it for you by filling it up Way to say screw you to the waitress. Like, she's doing her job. Yeah, she was just trying to make sure you had your coffee, El Duque. He's leaning back now, his long, wing-like arms outstretched on either side of the booth, allowing himself a rare reminiscence. Slowly, he breaks into a smile that can melt the ice in any diplomatic scuttle. It spreads this is as- so romantic. <laughs> it spreads as wide as his soft, whiskerless face. His lips... <laughs> I can't. Why? Why? <laughs> his what lips opening. Lips? 
<laughs> just the right amount. Oh my god. To make his watery. Just the right amount? Oh my god. I need to pull my car. <laughs> pull my collar. I'm gonna throw up. I'm just... like sweating. <laughs> this is so funny. And we had to listen to this in class. This is making laughing. me really hot right now. Oh my god, this is so romantic. So, his lips opening just the right amount to make his watery hazel eyes twinkle in the fluorescent light. Twinkle. <laughs> it is a smile that will stay with you forever. A gift. As if he... <laughs> There's no way. There's... This is not what? real. This is, like, way worse than how I remember it being. I thought he just called him handsome. No, he's describing every inch of this man's body, and he's like, I wish I could lick it all. His soft face, his lips. As if he knows this, he'll show it to you again and again, night or day. (laughs) Sad or tired as he may be, he's had lots of practice. (laughs) No way! This literally, what is this? This sounds, this sounds like I'm expecting to get like piped by this man right now. What? I have read romantic novels less romantic than this. I'm in shock. I I don't remember it being this bad. Like I remember it being like, oh, that was like kind of flirty, Juju. But like, whoa, like this. I don't think I've had I've said even like a fraction of this stuff to like my boyfriend. I know. Maybe the- I've I've called his eyes hazel. That's about it. Yeah, you didn't say they twinkle in the light. I I, I think Julian really should have gotten in the business of writing like erotic novels for middle aged women. I mean, he like maybe thrived. not even middle aged. I'm like 23, and I'm like, whoo. <laughs> I also think it's hysterical that this is a long article and that was like one of the only parts he read to us. Yeah, like why is that what he chose? He was so proud of that. He probably just wanted to like relive the moment and remember his his soft face and lips. He reads this before he goes to sleep every night so that he can dream about him. <laughs> he writes his own fan fiction. This is insane. I don't remember it being that bad. I honestly was afraid that, like, I had made it seem worse than it was and that I would find it again. Because it's been a long time since we've heard that. And that I'd find it and I'd be like, oh, this isn't bad. If somebody interviewed me and wrote these things about me, I would not want to see them again. I would be scared. I would think they were going to make a move on me. It depends on who it was, I guess. But no, I think I'd be freaked out regardless. Even if like someone I wanted to like be romantically interested in me wrote that about me, I'd be like, that's a lot. A smile that will stay with you forever, a gift, and then the, as if he knows this, he'll show it to you again and again, night or day, sad or tired as he may be. Like, what? That's smut. That Fully. <laughs> I don't want him showing it to me. This is X-rated, bro. (laughs) And also, right after being like, his lips were parted just the right amount. They were perfectly parted (laughs) as he slipped his tongue down my throat. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared right now. I feel like Juju's gonna, like, come out somewhere. (laughs) 
Juju, Juju pops out if you look in the mirror and part your lips <laughs> perfectly three times. Oh my god, I'm gonna have like a nightmare. <laughs> I think my cat is having a nightmare. She just made like the most disgusting meow from like deep without within her, and she's like sleeping. Okay, I get scared that my cat can like see ghosts or something you know people say that like animals can see ghosts john and i actually joked about that with shelby see i don't i don't like that because like i i would say i don't believe in ghosts but that doesn't mean they don't scare me so if i'm like home alone and my cat's like yelling at me i'm like what if she sees a ghost right now and she's trying to warn me and i don't know what she's saying I do believe in ghosts, low-key. I don't know if it's because of, like, my religion and the way that I was raised, but in my head, I think ghosts are people that are in purgatory, like, people that aren't in heaven or hell. Welcome to our Christian podcast. Christian girl autumn. I'm wearing the sweater and everything. No, but I I do think that ghosts exist, and I, I know people who have had, like, experiences that at least they claim with ghosts. Tristan says that when he was a kid, he saw his, I think his grandfather, but he had never, his grandfather had died, like, when, like, I think before he was born, so he didn't know what he looked like. I've heard that kids are supposed to be more, like, spiritually connected and stuff, and that's common, apparently, that kids see ghosts, so it's like, that's, I would believe him, I don't know, we should do an episode about ghosts. We should do a ghost, maybe we do that for Halloween. (gasps) That's a good idea, we should do that for sure. Yeah. Also, we hit 100 listens on Spotify. That's actually, that's good. That's impressive. Go us. And that's original listens? Or is that like... It only tells me the number of people that have listened in the last seven days. And there's So I don't know what the all-time number is. In the last seven days, it was 27 people. Okay. 27 distinct people in the past week, which is really good. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening, coming back and supporting us. All 27 of you love you. <laughs> Although, you know, like I said, there there's more because it's a different number every week. And a lot of those are going to be different people. Obviously, I feel like we're getting out. up there in the home. world. Yeah, we're um we're famous. We're going to write our own Wikipedia page tonight. <laughs> the way you said that too, you're like, yeah, we're famous. Like, we're going to write our <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Our own Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put your birthday and make sure it's wrong so then you can tell people that Google got your birthday wrong. I'm like, what? what? They got my birthday wrong. My feet turn in. I'm like touching my, my pointer fingers together. <laughs> and yeah, my, oh, my favorite ooh-woo. part about even Julian saying that is like, obviously you're Googling yourself. Like there's to no be fair, other way you know I that. Google myself. I have Googled myself, but I haven't done it in a while. I don't think I, I guess have I don't either. See. I don't want to know, you know. I I actually did Google myself recently because um I was at this event and I didn't know that pictures were going to be posted from that event, but then I saw them online and I was curious if mine they would come up if you just Googled my name. I don't think oh, they you did. Know what? I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with this. I have a pretty freaking good one. So I Googled myself. Number one is my LinkedIn. I'm good with that. Number two is my Instagram. Number three is old 
uh swim meet times and then <laughs> a du article about my internship a du article about the pitch i did which i didn't know they wrote oh my god there is a picture of me look they put me on it oh you're so cute i'm so famous i hate i hate that picture but anyways i didn't know they you can did barely that. see it though it's like from far away yeah so I, I think it's a good picture. I just Googled myself too. And it's like my LinkedIn, some articles I've done, some ballet yeah, stuff. Some of my articles come up too. Yeah, I have a lot of dance stuff, like different dance competitions. Um, a movie comes up on mine. Oh, wow. Called Lila Lila. Ooh, Lila Lila. What the hell is this? I'm going to click it. Oh my god, they did. If you Google me, it does come up with the photo that they put up of me. I'm oh my god, so that famous. picture of you as a kid comes up. What? Do you see that? It's from your yes. Pinterest. You know the one with your glasses on? Yeah. That's, that's so the fun. second picture for me. Oh, that's great. I love that. And then there's okay. like DU, like dance stuff. I don't see the picture from the event. Well, that's that's actually not online at all. Okay, that's weird. It's on mine. It's probably because you've looked at it. <laughs> probably. So true. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Shout out Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> Shout out Badlands. We should just shout him out. Shout out every- Badlands. Our shout out list just gets longer every <laughs> episode. Shout out Johnny Cakes. Shout out Tristy Pooh. But yeah, we'll we'll be back next week. We didn't really use stats or anything this episode, so there's nobody I need to credit. Credits um, to us. Yeah, credits to Caitlin. <laughs> only me. No, credits oh, to, only you. <laughs> to, to Lila as well. Credits to Lila for my Wikipedia page that she's going to create with mm-hmm. my birthday wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she goes, mm-hmm.